Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance show with Gabi Abdelkadir, and this is episode 59. Today, I have an amazing guest uh, with me, Mr. Jonathan Tarrant. He has an amazing bio. I'll read for you. It's a huge one, but I'll try to shorten it a little bit. Jonathan is a self-discovery coach for men. He's an enthusiastic writer, author, public speaker, and he's very creative. Jonathan believes that the root of humanity's conflict and strife is the disconnection that so many of us experience, disconnection from ourselves, from each other, and from the planet itself. He has come to this awareness through incredibly challenging personal experience and a very hard-won awakening. He is the visionary founder and CEO of Live More, a platform which is a global engine for social change and personal growth like the world has never seen before. He has had lots of excellent help along the way and continues to develop strength and clarity within himself and especially within those he coaches or interacts with. From Jonathan's experience and through Live More, has come a powerful online course called The Lost and Found Man. Oh, I like that. This is a course aimed at men who are disconnected from their lives and from themselves. It offers a number of hard-hitting lessons intended to challenge, inspire, and awaken these men so that they can love themselves and find control, purpose, and joy. Jonathan's greatest mission in life is to be the man that he needed most when he was younger and help other men to do the same. Jonathan was born in Toronto. He has many interests, including all sorts of music, art, and architecture, motorcycles, jeeps, riding, nature, and the health of our planet. He absolutely loves to travel and experience new cultures. He loves meeting new people and especially loves good food. He is grateful to have finally found himself and to have given the opportunity to make a difference in the lives of others. Jonathan, welcome to my show. Thank you very much, Gabby. It's uh, it's an honor to be here. Okay, that is one heck of a resume, I tell you, a bio. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, talk to me. So, you say it is you started this from uh, the challenging personal experience um, that you have had to go through. Yes. So, would you mind talking a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, uh-huh. So, I mean, when I talk about an incredibly challenging personal experience, what I what I mean is that. Uh-huh. Um, throughout my life, throughout my, my sort of previous life, I carried around a lot of limiting beliefs and false notions, and uh, I found that I was almost always in a state of, of disconnect from, from myself, from my heart. I never really felt grounded and um, was always kind of second-guessing my myself, my thoughts, my uh, responses in social situations, and I mean, I learned to I learned to to function that way very well, and um, so I would say that that most people probably didn't realize what was going on in my head, and so in that 
in that state, uh, you know, with I was I was unable to resolve it for myself basically. And as I got older, it, it kind of got worse. And um, when when life began to overwhelm me a little bit, it, uh, I began to spiral and uh, basically just began to make um, compounding like poor choices on top of poor choices and um, spiraled myself right into right right off the rails and, and right into rock bottom um, I blew up my uh, my family you know I, I was married I have two lovely children I had everything that, that one might imagine I could ever want and um, because I was out of balance within myself as I said, I, I basically just created situations that, that um, ended up getting myself into a lot of trouble and causing a lot of, of hurt and, and, um, and problems. And so I got thrown out of my house. I got thrown out of my marriage. Um, I basically lost everything. I lost the trust and respect of most of the people that I know. It was, it was really, really traumatic for, for myself, certainly, but also for, you know, my immediate family and a lot of people around me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful now that I can say from that, that position of being at rock bottom, I actually woke up and I could see very clearly how I, I had gotten myself to that place. And I began to, I, I began my sort of new journey towards um, being a, a more whole and uh, and better person. Okay, what was the uh, stepping stone for you to turn your life around? What was it? Was it books? Was it uh, coaching? What was it? What it was helped you? A little you? bit of everything. It was a little bit of everything. Certainly, uh, I found some books that uh, that resonated strongly with me, but I, I think the one of the most influential uh, stepping stones was my decision to go and find proper, you know, qualified um, counseling and, uh, and uh-huh. coaching. Uh-huh. Um, you know, previously, previously I, I had not been willing to, to really invest uh, the time and money into, into good, counseling you know good um, mm-hmm. good personal development mentorship. Help. yeah 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 mentorship you know I, I mm-hmm. didn't really didn't want I felt like it was a cost I felt like I was just spending money and I didn't really feel like particularly worthy of mm-hmm. putting that money into myself and mm-hmm. I guess I was probably in a bit of uh, in quite a bit of denial about the 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 state of my mind, my emotional state. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, you know, the, a good solid counselor that I saw for quite a while uh, really helped me a lot. Okay, that's good to know. So, how long has it been since your life turned around, and you? How did you get into this coaching right now? It's been about three years now. It's been about about exactly three years at this point, okay. uh-huh. and um, the the inspiration to to become a self discovery coach for men really 
was delivered to me. It wasn't something that I sort of, I feel like it wasn't something that I really created for myself. It was delivered to me. I had this, this uh, enormous inspiration to create my Live More brand and take it to the world. And I built a, a philosophy into it that is, that is more or less the same philosophy that I have with the, with the coaching practice. And yeah. just as, a, as, an organic, as an organic development and, and progression of the, of the Live More brand, it made sense to put myself in front and to, and to be the one to take it to the world in, in, in a coaching platform. That's amazing. So who is your target um, client? Uh, is it uh, the young generation or is it any age? Um, I, I wouldn't say that it was any age. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel that the, the target audience is really uh, men who are experiencing similar, similar things, similar struggles, similar sort of trajectory to what I experienced previously. So, you know, I could say, I could say that it's like, uh, I guess I, I don't really want to say a particular age group necessarily. I yeah. don't want to to limit the message. I, you know, yeah. for me, if, if you, as a man, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling like frustrated in, in that you, you know, you have more inside of you, you know, that you can, that you can, that you have more to offer, but you're not sure you, you feel some, somehow trapped within yourself or within the confines of, of what society expects of you. You know, if you are if you're feeling that that disconnect at some level or or every level within your life, my um, my approach has a lot to offer. A lot to offer. What about those like who are going the wrong direction, uh, like you used to at one time, like you said you were doing the wrong things or getting in trouble? What about those type of people? How can you get hold of them? Though, how would they know about you? Well, I mean, I'm I'm quite active on Facebook and Instagram. I'm I'm developing my social media presence as much as I can. Part of the um, the Live More brand is about visibility. That's why I created a, a dramatic logo and the brand itself, so that I can put it on T-shirts and hats and and create a culture with it around it. So my intention is to is to um, basically take the personal development um, concept and the, and the philosophy out to the world and make it something that um, you don't need, some, make it something that you will see even if you're not looking for it, right? Because I feel that, that yeah. personal development in a lot of ways is not something you're necessarily going to be very aware of unless you're at that point where you might, be starting to get a little desperate and you really feel an urgent need for change. Yeah. I want to bring it right out into the open and just make it something that's always there that, that can be part of like normal conversation on a day to day basis. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. So 
when you talk about personal development, talk more about, describe to me what is personal development for you and how did you get to this point? How did you become a personal development trainer or like coach? Tough well, question? <laughs> I'm not quite sure where to start with that one. <laughs> Personal development for me, I, I guess I touched on that a little bit earlier in that, mm-hmm. you know, I have purchased over the years some, some books. I have um, dabbled in personal development for myself, but it was, mm-hmm. it was always just that. It was me attempting to do it for myself and just getting as much out of the book as I can. But there's, there's, never really, there's never any real strong accountability, right? It's just it's so easy to, to, um, to kind of slack and really not implement all the things that you might learn in that book that you spent, you know, whatever yeah. you spent on it. And then it goes on the shelf. Like there's a reason why it's called uh, shelf help books, right? Because you you just (laughs) go through so many of them and then they end up on the shelf. And if you don't actually implement, then nothing changes. So, you know, this is part of the inspiration to be an actual coach because now I'm, I'm having, uh, creating relationships with actual people and, and holding them accountable and like being an active part of their journey towards, you know, what the, the place that they would like to be. Amazing. Amazing. I will be posting um, on the podcast, I will be posting all your email, your social media, your Facebook, and your website. For anyone who is listening, please share this with all the men in your life, whether they're young and old, it doesn't matter. Please share. You will have to share episode 59. Uh, he is an amazing um, gentleman. He can help a lot of people I know, especially the young. In my personal opinion, I see the young generation completely lost, at least like the majority of them, not all of them, obviously. So they could use someone like you big time. And, uh, yeah, so to get back to the question, name to me like three books that really helped you grow. Three books that really helped me grow. Um, one of them, a book that, that I probably never would have picked up uh, on my own, but was recommended to me by my counselor, actually, was a book called Daring Greatly by an author named Brene Brown. Oh, really? A, yeah. Have you heard of her? Oh, yeah. I have seen her with, yeah. at the Oprah Winfrey show so many times for some bizarre reason. I, I don't know. Something about her didn't click with me, but, yeah, but it seems mm-hmm. like it's a good book. Well, I loved it, you know. And, again, like she's, she's a female author. I, I probably just yeah. never would have even considered it. It never would have been on my radar, but that's something that my counselor recommended, and I totally love it. And, I, and I'm a big fan of Brene Brown now. Now you are, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I have, never, I have seen her speak so many times, and mm-hmm. I think because, because I have seen so many, maybe something just didn't click with me, but now that you mention it, maybe I should pick up the book, Daring Greatly. Well, I, mean, I love the title. Worth- I love the title, mm-hmm. yeah. 
yeah, it's worth a try. I mean, it's it's very personal, isn't it? So like, yeah. what works for me, what resonates with me, is is not necessarily going to resonate for you. But uh, yeah, yeah, as I said, I, I'm a fan. I love what she says, and I, and more importantly, I love the way in which she presents it. Like, okay, I, just, I, I like her style. I, now I definitely have to grab a copy. Definitely. Maybe I'll change my mind. Anyway, I think it's the few things she said in the the, the TV show that, that didn't really. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What is the second book? The second book. What was I looking at there? I'm just checking out my collection. Uh, Mark Manson is an author and a and a blogger, and he has a um, a quite uh, a popular book called The Subtle Art of not giving enough. Oh, wow. It's a bright orange. Okay, go ahead. It's a bright orange cover. It's, it's, you, you would, you would recognize it immediately. That I felt was a pretty awesome book. Uh, Again, uh, more to do with the, with Mark Manson's personal style and the the way that, (laughs) excuse me, the way that he, the way that he presents his his um, his stories, his statements, and his his logic. Oh, I wow. think it's see, ultimately it's it's key to be able to find authors that that you resonate with because certainly there's there's a a multitude of of self help type books, oh, yeah. personal oh, development yeah. books, and some of them are going to work for you, and some of them are really not. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's your third one? I asked for three. The most that inspired you. Honestly, the the third book that I that I have to name as the most inspiring uh-huh. uh, is not a personal development book, but a, a biography of Elon Musk. Okay. You know, this this man this man has done amazing things and um against all odds and I found that incredibly inspiring just the the way in which he stuck to his guns and was true to his vision and uh-huh. just wouldn't give up until he manifested what he could what he could imagine. And for me that was incredibly inspiring. Oh wow. See, all three books that you mentioned, I have never read. Although mm. I am like a book addict, like in every sense of the word. Like, I am a uh, book addict, but I have not read any of the three that you mentioned. What about Think and Grow Rich? Have you ever read that book? We're obsessed with that book. <laughs> I, have, I have read that book. That was, that's an amazing book. And if I'm, if I'm totally honest, I haven't actually finished reading it. But uh, oh. definitely, like, every successful person I know that's like the first thing out of their mouth and I have read most of it and it is a phenomenal book as well. Yeah, it is. Think and Grow Rich is, Think and Grow Rich is, is really the, the foundation for, for, you know, the majority of, of the established personal development gurus and and other books. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, the secret is not to read it once. Like I am about to start reading it for the fourth time. Because I was talking to my mastermind group last night, and I told them, like, this is uh, this week I'm going to restart reading Think and Grow Rich for the fourth time. There are certain mm-hmm. things that I go to from time to time, but uh, I have to start it from to read it from cover to cover for the fourth time again because the repetition is 
key, right? If you want to master Absolutely. something. Yeah, and yeah. You, you, you saw in our group, in the High Five group, and they always read it. Like, I don't know if you've attended, if you've watched the uh, bedtime stories yeah, with Lester Bailey and Gordon So and Kelly. And uh, every night, Monday to Friday, they talk, and it is something from Think and Grow Rich. It's amazing. Like they discuss mm. one specific chapter or one specific subject from Think and right. Grow Rich. So that's worth repeating it. Like we started, actually. Since you didn't finish it, start it from the beginning. Okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> a deal. It's a deal. Deal. Okay. So... The other thing, the other question that I had for you from all the thought leaders, have you attended any of their seminars or workshops or anything ever? Like, you know, thought the, leaders such as who? Like, um, oh God, I don't want to say Wayne Dyer because I don't know how often he came, but I am a, I used to be, a, I'm still a huge follower of what he teaches, Dr. Wayne Dyer. You've got mm-hmm. Tony Robbins. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. the Bob Proctors, all those uh, people, like, you know, any of them. Right. John Maxwell, anybody. Have you attended any, any, anything, like anybody, have you? Well, I've, I've done a very extensive uh, Bob Proctor course and I have attended a, a seminar conducted by a man of the name uh, Dr. Obam Bowen and that was a phenomenal he is he is definitely a thought leader and that was a phenomenal weekend mm-hmm. um, I haven't attended actual events from any of the big-name uh, players I'll mm-hmm. put it that way mm-hmm Okay, so which 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 program did you attend uh, with uh, Bob Proctor, the intensive one? It's called Thinking into Results. It's oh, you've a, done uh, that? Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. I don't even want to know how much you paid for that. <laughs> yeah, because I know I have I have the whole program. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal, um, really phenomenal program. It it it. Yeah. it helped me an awful lot I will say I am a fan of Bob Proctor for sure yeah he is definitely like when it comes to the mind he's he's great uh, he's great mm. yeah so I have done his 13 month coaching program I have done his matrix six day in person matrix mm. and um, I have attended another four month program with him and uh, including two and a half days in Los Angeles in person. And, yeah, I have done quite a few with him. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is in the early days. Yeah, but uh, Mm. back in the, yeah, 2012 was when I did the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the other courses I've done, I've spent quite a lot of money on training with him. That was a while back. But having said that, you've got people... Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, but there are people also who are just as good and not as expensive, like, you know, Gordon, like Gordon So, I think. I never Mm -hmm. thought that anybody, I would find anybody that is such a fast thinker 
as Bob Proctor is because he helped me start a business at the time and stuff like that, which I stopped it because people weren't paying on time. But uh, he helped me start a business like in a snap. And uh, you've got Gordon. So, for example, the first time I met him and then I was thinking, oh, my God, I never thought I would see anybody so fast with ideas, and amazing ideas like Gordon. So, and he does not especially for his friends, he does not really charge. Like he is, mm. even if he charges, it's not going to be an arm and a leg like the other people do. So right. uh, I, think, I think we are blessed to have someone like him, like uh, Gordon So in our life, right? And uh, look at him. We've had a yeah, few look at, really mm. powerful conversations with Gordon. He's, a, he's an amazing man. Yeah, he is, he is. And then uh, you need help, he's there. You have a question, he's got the answer. Uh, you're confused, he will clear it out for you. Like, he is amazing. Look at how much stuff he's created already. Like, we have the High Five Club, we have the Landed for Success, we have the 30 plus 1 resiliency stories, we have, oh my goodness, this is all Gordon's ideas. So we are blessed Mm. also to have people who are not materialistic, if I may. I'm not saying that the others are materialistic, but they're all about money. Show me the money and then I'll help you kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a, there's a distinction. Yeah, there is a distinction. Like uh, even in Think and Grow Rich, it says uh, sucks, it, it, making a lot of money doesn't make you successful. You have to be successful, then the money will come, right? Exactly. So uh, exactly. by, by giving service not by asking for money in advance before even you open your mouth. Somebody opened their mouth, like I have seen quite a few of those anyway. Yeah. Okay, so one more question. And then uh, if you have a choice of only one country to visit, where would it be? What country would it be? You only have one choice. If I had to choose one country and that would be the only country I could ever visit? Yes, <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's a tough call. That's a tough yeah, call. it's not something you have visited already. It has to be something you haven't visited. Something I haven't already visited because, it, you know, I, last year I went to Italy and I, and I absolutely loved it. So that's leaping to my mind right now. So I have to visit a country I haven't been to yet. Uh-huh. Um, let's say, mm, that's a tough one. I love, I love European countries, but since you're, you're putting me on the spot, I'm going to say Australia. Okay, good. Good choice. Yeah, I love Europe too, but uh, yeah, Australia is on my list and so is New Zealand and mm. Scotland. Yeah. These are on my list. South Africa is on my list. Peru. Yep. Colombia, Brazil, before I die, I have to visit these places. Yes, Brazil is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So that's a good choice. It would be easier for me to say, to give you a list of countries that are not on on my list. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see all of the world. Yeah, me too, but now it's different. That's what I said. I was three years old when I told my mom I'm going to travel the world, but then now you have to be careful where you want to go, right? Like you can't just travel to any country because you were dying to see it from when you were young. It's If it's not a safe place, you can't go now, right? 
Well, I mean, yes and no. Certainly there are some countries that are honestly dangerous, but I think that, I think that um, in some cases the, the, the perceived danger is overstated. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the with your attitude when you're there. You know, uh-huh. if you if you have an energy of of being scared and anticipating some sort of calamity, eh, you know, there's a good chance it's going to find you. But if you are if you if you are accepting of the place as it is, and you're 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 there with love in your heart, and you feel at, at ease, you're more likely to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like uh, when I used to travel, like early on, um, when I, in my single younger days, like I always mm-hmm. used to be to keep a low profile. Like when I go to a different country, like it's jeans, t-shirt, running shoes, and yeah. most of my money would be like in a hotel in a locker, and I will just take mm-hmm. like what I need with me because I don't know. You know, like I always, this is one thing I learned, like you have to keep a low profile, no gold, no flashiness, no nothing. So don't um, cause any attention, like no jewelry, not like don't be fancy, just be simple and then you're safe. Mm. That's what I learned, at least from my experience. Okay, so what last word of advice would you give to our listeners and uh, how they can find you? Maybe you can just share that and we're going to wrap it up. I think I know you have a call at 7, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, what is your, mm. the last word of advice, um, what I'm thinking is to, to, to not undervalue yourself and mm-hmm. to to consider that investing in your own well-being mm-hmm. be it mental health or physical health whatever it is 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 mm-hmm. always a worthwhile endeavor because if you are if you are healthy in in body and in mind you are then able to show up much more powerfully for for those that love you and that maybe need you, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you undervalue yourself and you allow yourself to to spiral into a, into a dark place or you know get yourself like terribly unhealthy physically, mm-hmm. the people that that love you and depend on you are are also going to be hurting. Yeah, true. And sometimes also it could be the opposite, right, Jonathan? Like it is some 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 people come from families that are downers, like that don't give morale, that like always like mm. telling uh, growing kids like you're useless, you're gonna amount to nothing. There is that also that grows in with people, right? It affects mm. their adulthood for a while. And, oh, absolutely! Um, it can affect their adulthood for for their entire lives. So yeah. again, uh, consider consider the the source of the information the source of the beliefs that you may have accumulated and really take a look and and decide for yourself because we all have tremendous value we all have something to offer the world we all have people that care about us you know we yeah. should never we should never under undervalue ourselves absolutely absolutely 
Okay, so it was such a pleasure having you. I would have loved to have you for longer period. Maybe I should have you on another episode in the future. And uh, thank you for being here. And everyone, uh, you need to get in touch with Jonathan. He is amazing. I will be posting all his contact details. And uh, please listen and share episode 59 and... uh, Get in touch with Jonathan Charan. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Blessings. Thank you very much, Gabby. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk with you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Okay? Talk soon. Yep. Take care. Great. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.